Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. Thank you so much for joining me. Last night we had a little family party and we carved our pumpkins and we all sat around afterwards and and enjoyed one another's company. And I have twin granddaughters that turned one last month and they aren't walking just yet. Well, last night, little Isla stood up on her wobbly legs, and just as she did that, we all just held our breath, and my husband crouched down in front of her and held out his hands to have her come to him. And with the biggest smile on her face, she took that one step. And then she went, boom, right onto her little bum. And yet we all erupted in cheers. And she just looked around to every single one of us with this grin on her face, this smile from ear to ear. She knew she had done something magnificent. And we were there to witness it and to cheer her on because that one step in our lives is one of the greatest first steps that we could ever possibly take. It is a crowning moment in our existence on this earth, that first step. So she felt all the more encouraged to try to stand up again on her little wobbly legs and one more time take that that step again and we were so happy we were so excited and we were so proud of her but just imagine how it would be that every little accomplishment that we just had people all around us cheering us on and I've said before how I can get so easily discouraged about doing this podcast my friend introduced me to it the platform the whole idea of podcast and I felt this incredible tugging on my heart to go after this so I researched it I figured it out and I just hit record and here I am and I'm on episode 15 and I get discouraged and I get scared and I get flustered and I get confused should I continue on and I lack confidence And then without fail, I get a text from someone that says, keep going. This is what I need. Or someone needs this. And this helped me so much. And it was encouraging. And I felt better. And I'm just like, okay, okay, there's my why. And so today I got that text from my son-in-law which made my heart leap because like I said, the purpose of my doing this is that I can leave my testimony for my children. And here, my son-in-law texted me and said, I listened today for the first time to your podcast. And you said things in that that I needed to hear. And so please keep going because someone else needs to hear it too. And he said a little, gave me a cute little, story my grandson was with him in the kitchen as he was playing it on the speaker and so my voice was in surround sound and my little grandson not knowing that it wasn't really grandma that it was just a recording he kept 
saying to the recording, Grandma, can I come over to your house? Grandma, can I come over to your house? And my son-in-law had to say, that's not really Grandma. But that just gave me such gladness and joy to know that my grandson and my son-in-law were listening to my testimony and my reflections on my studies in the gospel. And I'm not a scriptorian. I'm just trying to improve myself and be a better person today than I was yesterday. And to be more mindful about the things that I read and the things that I study instead of being so reactionary, that pinball in the pinball machine, that's the best way to describe myself. No more triggers. Live more thoughtfully, more mindfully, with greater intentionality. That is my goal. So if you feel that what I am saying to you here today is helping you, or if it's helping someone that you know, please, please share this so that we all can together bring one more person to Christ. And so in thinking about my little granddaughter, Isla, and the encouragement that she felt from our whole family cheering her on, I'm just thinking what a wonderful world it would be if we all cheered each other on. But it just seems like as the world revolves and turns each day, most of us begin to forget our God and we forget to recognize his applause and his praise for us and his love for us and his encouragement. And it's so easy to get discouraged and to just stop at what good we are doing. And so I talked previously about doing a heart dump that was suggested from Work and Wonder. And as I'm thinking about all of the things that are burying me, I've really been looking at and watching closely the hand of God reaching out to touch me or my family and to remember his kindness. And as I do that, it has helped to build my testimony. It has helped me to understand the purpose of prayer a little bit better. It has helped me to remember the greater plan of salvation. And when we are here on this earth and going from day to day and there's so much strife and so much stress and our lists to do are long and tedious we forget what we are here for we forget our purpose and we get tired and our money doesn't stretch as far as we need it to or we have something going on with our health and we just feel miserable and we're in pain so as things begin to happen for us, we can sometimes be triggered and annoyed and disgruntled. And then that extends to our family. And then that extends to our neighbor. And that extends to the ward member. And we forget. We forget our God and we forget how good and how merciful he has been to us. And so... As we look in in Second Mormon, 
Mormon chapter 2, and we read about how the Nephites at that time, how they were forgetting. And so, therefore, he's, he says, and Mormon says, yea, we were left to ourselves. I've said this before, I must have a very weak spirit. I cannot do this life without God. How, how do so many do this life? without our Father in Heaven, without our Savior to offer that peace and that comfort to know who we can turn to. I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful to know that my life can be made whole, can be made clean through repentance. Yet so many of us forget and we become weak. And we begin to point fingers and we begin to blame and be angry with one another. But what if we were all just encouraging and cheering one another on as we took one more step back to our Savior? That, we forget that and we get angry. So what power from God might we access if we are just a little bit more unified with one another? So I'm taking this from the conference talk from Sharon Eubanks. By union of feeling, we obtain power within from this most recent general conference, October 2020. And I'm referring back to the Come Follow Me program in Mormon chapter 2. They were no longer unified. They were divided. They were angry, shaking their fists. No more godly sorrow. They forgot whose they they were. And they became agents to Satan. So, Sister Eubanks refers to Jacob 2, verse 17. Think of your, think of your brethren, think of your sisters like unto yourselves, and be familiar with all and free with your substance, that they may be rich like unto you. And so she says, let's replace the word substance with mercy. Be free with your mercy. So something I love to do is I love to look up the word, the keyword. I know what it means, but what does it mean? So what's the definition of mercy? Extending compassion extending forgiveness how about seeking forgiveness seeking for that mercy how about loving oh I am so not good at these things and I get so easily offended who's with me on that I love this what she says it's a quote from Joseph Smith The thing I promise you is that the nearer we get to our Heavenly Father, the more are we disposed to look with compassion on perishing souls. We feel that we want to take them upon our shoulders and cast their sins behind our back. He promises that as we look with compassion 
and extend mercy that whatever offenses that they have done in their lives, we want to throw them behind our back and place that person upon our shoulders and carry them. Sister Eubanks was told by a dear friend, the thing that I want to promise you is that I will keep your name safe. I will see you for who you are at your best. I will never say anything about you that is not kind, that is not going to lift you. And for me, I I want you to know that I, I love you at your worst. And, I, and I'm working on that as I go through each day, that as you have your shortcomings, and as I have my shortcomings, that we can extend mercy toward one another and remember the greater picture as to why we are here. Because each of us is going to have deep wound experiences, things that should never happen. We will all have those experiences. Each of us will at various times. Do we allow pride to enter in and not extend mercy? Or do we be the family that cheers the baby on for taking that first step? Come on, you can do it. Keep going. You can do this. You've got this. Come on, try again. Get back up. Get back up. Try again. Keep going. We can't forget that Jesus Christ is our savior in all things. His power reaches to the very bottom and he is reliably there for us when we call on him. We all beg for his mercy for our sins and failures and he asks us to extend the same. He asks us that we can give mercy and understanding to each other yet we are so critical. We're so critical when we don't know the backstory. We don't know why someone is doing what they're doing or thinking what they're thinking or saying what they're saying. But we are required that we give the same mercy and understanding to each other as he has done for us. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we were all just a part of a collective force that changes the world for good? How wonderful is that? Our covenantal assignment is to minister, to lift up the hands that hang down, to put struggling people on our backs or in our arms and carry them. I love that quote from Sister Eubanks in her talk. Our covenantal assignment is to minister, to lift up the hands that hang down, to put struggling people on our backs or in our arms and carry them. Oh, in my struggles, how I wish that I could just be carried. I wish so much that I had a crowd of people standing around me saying, come on, Shari, you can do this. Take one more step. You can do this. Come on, you've got this. Keep going. So I might not be physically carried, 
but every text message that I get or every phone call that I have from someone that says, come on, Shari, keep going, do your podcast. It is needed. It changed my heart today. That has carried me. Every time I feel anguished over something going on in my life, as I look around and truly count my blessings, I can see how God has extended his hand to me and he has carried me. And so therefore, may I use my individual and collective effort to increase unity in the world and extend mercy. I pray that I might extend a mercy to you. I pray that you might know that I love you and that I am here for you and that I'm a true friend, that your life is sacred to me. And I want you to know that I can be trusted. Please know that I have no greater desire than to help you come closer to Christ. And I pray for you that all that you are struggling with in your life right now, that you may have all that you stand in need of. I pray that you may wake up in the morning and your aching heart has been comforted by a good night's rest. I pray that you might feel the love of God in your life today. I pray that you might feel encouragement from me right now to come on, get up. You can do this. Take one more step. You've got this. And I'm cheering you on. I pray that you might know that. I am cheering you on. Thank you so much for joining me. And as you join me, you are cheering me on. And I love you for that. I love you for that. Thank you. And if you feel that someone would appreciate my words and my work and the reflections that I have on my Savior and my scriptures and my conference talks, that you will share this and encourage others to listen, that they might know and feel of His love through my words. See you next time.